0: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Film Posers for Boricuas ranting, raving, and reviewing cinema. Today, we'll be talking about the SAG Award predictions by the Film Posers. And our moderator will be Gabriela Burgos. Take it away. Hello,
1: everyone. So... We are continuing our awards season coverage and predictions. So next up are the SAG Awards, whose formal name is the Screen Actors Guild Awards, but not everyone just calls them SAG Awards. So these awards are like the last big ones before the Oscars, and they will be held on April 4th, 2021. And unlike the golden globes and the critics choice and what every other awards show has been doing the sag awards have opted not to do you know a live show and it will be a pre-recorded show that it will last exactly one hour and all of the winners have been notified beforehand who knows maybe right now some of the nominees already know that they are sag award winners isn't that exciting without further ado which is going to jump into our predictions starting with the category of outstanding action performance by a stunt ensemble in a comedy or drama series. And the nominees are The Boys, Cobra Kai, Lovecraft Country, The Mandalorian, and The Westworld. Starting with film poser Anna. What is what are your predictions in this category?
2: Okay. So I haven't seen this series. So I feel that the one that's who's going to win in this category is the Voice, because I feel that a lot of people talk just good stuff about it. And I had a lot of recommendations about it. And I just I just have a feeling that this is the one that's going to win in this category
1: and any upsets or anything else you could be you could predict in this category
2: i mean i would love if lovecraft country will win however i just i just feel that the boys is is going to win this one
0: this is a very chaotic category for me Like, I'm pretty sure with most of the categories for the SAG Awards, but this one just had me like, hmm. (laughs) So I haven't seen The Boys, but I do know it got a lot of buzz online. So I put that as my upset. I'm predicting The Mandalorian because I want to be reckless. And I would love to see Lovecraft Country because of a lot of the stunts they did and just a lot of the original fight choreography and like just that whole shebang. If I would have, again, if I would have to give it to one, I am going to predict the Mandalorian. Okay.
1: Juan?
3: Yes. So I am going with the Leo Hive Mind because it worked for us in Parasite with Best Picture and it's going to work with us again. I am going with Josie and I am picking the Mandalorian as my prediction. I also have not seen The Boys, but I will be watching it soon because season three will include Jensen Ackles from Supernatural. And I want to see his performance, so I have to watch the other two seasons. But I do think The Boys could pull an upset if they don't give it to Mandalorian, which I do kind of see it going to Mandalorian just because it's talked about more. Although both seem like great choices for this category.
1: Okay, so my pick is The Boys. And I am the only poser who has seen that show and I love that show and it's a great cast and it has so many great action scenes and I just I think out of all of the choices in this category my favorite stunt work is by far from The Boys but I do think that The Mandalorian could pull an upset just because it's The Mandalorian. Moving on the next category we have is outstanding action performance by a stunt ensemble in a motion picture. The nominees are The Five Bloods, Mulan, News of the World, The Trial of the Chicago 7 and Wonder Woman 1984. Juan what is what are your predictions for this category?
0: Can we cut to the chase? All of us are predicting the same thing. (laughs) So I've seen
3: this category won by a blockbuster before. So I picked Wonder Woman 1984 because it's the closest thing to a blockbuster on this list. I do not see the upset being Mulan because of the whole uh, concentration camp issue. And I doubt that they'd be like rewarding that to say, hey, you got rid of the concentration camps. Good job. Like, no, that's just not going to happen. They had good stunt work. But this is, I feel, like, hands down Wonder Woman 1984. I don't really see.
1: Yeah, I think all of us are on the same page in this category. We think that Wonder Woman 1984 is the one that's going to win. Because, yeah, it is a blockbuster. And it has a lot of action. And, you know, I think it's kind of, like, the safest bet in this category.
2: Yeah, it is because the other one was Mulan, but because Mulan has such, like, so many issues and controversies, I don't think they're gonna pick that one.
0: Yeah, I put it as an upset just because I think that some people might turn the blind eye towards it, but also that doesn't mean that it's impressive. I did not find the stunt work in that film to be impressive at all. There are some parts that were rather nice, I would say mostly. Group scenes, but other than that, I mean, it was a little bit of underwhelming. But again, like you know, how people are with Disney sometimes they are willing to like look to the side and be like, uh huh. <laughs> so, either way, again, we're on the same page. Wonder Woman 1984. If anything comes, if anything else comes out of this category, I think it would be rather surprising.
1: Yeah, I agree. So, moving on to the next category. We have Outstanding Performance by a Male Actor in a Television Movie or Miniseries. The nominees are Bill Camp for The Queen's Gambit, David Dix for Hamilton, Hugh Grant for The Undoing, Ethan Hawke for The Good Lord Bird, and Mark Ruffalo for I Know This Much Is True.
0: Let's cut to the chase. <laughs> okay.
1: We're all predicting the same thing again. Yeah. Yeah, in this category, we pretty much went with Mark Ruffalo for. I know that this much is true. Again, he has won the Emmy. He won the Golden Globe. Seems pretty locked that he will also win the screen actor. But, you know, there, I my upset is Hugh Grant for The Undoing. Because yeah. you never know.
2: I do agree. Because, yes, I did vote for like Mark Ruffalo as the prediction however my upset is huge Grant, because he really did a well job in the undoing
1: he was the best part of that finale I
3: also put <laughs> uh, Mark Ruffalo because he's won the Emmy in the Golden Globe but I would like to see Ethan Hawk win just to have like a little razzle dazzle surprise you know what I mean yeah like- and, and
1: for, for the Anna's agenda, for the agenda, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: So my upset is also Hugh Grant for The Undoing. I have not seen it, but I mean, most of the reactions online were that he was the best part of that show. And you heard it here as well when we were, when we discussed it on our what we watched recently with Cabrera and Anna. And then my want is to be Diggs because you can never have enough David Diggs. Even he was surprised to be in that category, and I totally understand, but also give him the award.
1: <laughs> yes. Okay, so moving on. The next category we have is Outstanding Performance by a Female Actor in a Television Movie or Miniseries. The nominees are Kate Blanchett for Mrs. America, Michaela Cole for I May Destroy You, Nicole Kidman for The Undoing, Anya Taylor-Joy for The Queen's Gambit, and Carrie Washington for Little Fires Everywhere. Again, we're all on the same page here. Anya Taylor-Joy. Anya Taylor Joy or bust? (laughs)
0: Anya
3: Taylor Joy Nation. (laughs) Yes. Anya Taylor Joy agenda stays strong.
1: Yes. Anya
2: Taylor Joy. The award season, okay? Yes. We love that.
3: We love a nice sweep.
0: You don't give me Emma supremacy, at least give me the Queen's Gambit
1: supremacy. Come on. That shows. (sighs) I mean, you've heard us talk about this show. So it it shouldn't be a surprise that we. All want the queen's gambit to get everything.
2: I mean, who would have thought I will be so engaged
1: <laughs>
2: by watching a chess
1: game, ma'am? Who knew I would be crying over chess? What the fuck is that?
2: Who would have thought? Not me. Nope.
0: So, <laughs> of course, predictions all all around. Anya Taylor Joy. My mm-hmm. want is Michaela Cole for I may destroy you. That would be nice to see. But again, I think this one is pretty locked.
1: Yeah. My upset is Michaela Cole, I think. If there's going to be an upset in this category, it's going to be by her. So moving on. The next category we have, it's Outstanding Performance by a Male Actor in a Comedy Series. The nominees are Nicholas Holt for The Great, Dan Levy for Shits Creek, Eugene Levy for Shits Creek, Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso, and Rami Yusef for Rami.
0: So I would say this one is pretty locked as well, but
1: there is someone (laughs) that thinks differently. (laughs) Okay, so basically three out of four posers think that Jason Sudeikis is is going to win this category. And there is a single poser that thinks that Dan Levy will win. So you have three seconds to guess which film poser is that. If you said Juan you are correct.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that was one second. <laughs> Look, I want him to win.
3: I totally I really understand. It's to not
0: win. it's it's not without reason. I mm-hmm. see where you're coming from because I mean this category is stacked. You have Rami Youssef which I mean he should have won by now. You have Jason Sudeikis, which, of course, again, Ana Gabriela and I are predicting Jason Sudeikis because he has been winning, and a lot of people do love Ted Lasso. So I would say, personally, that I think this category is locked. And then for an upset, again, the three of us have Eugene Levy for Schitt's Creek because... No, I
3: put him as an upset.
0: Yeah, you two. Yeah. Good. <laughs> you have <laughs> two upsets. On that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, I think... Out of the two, the one that they could reward the most would be Eugene Levy. If not, I mean, if they give it to Dan Levy, I mean, I won't be upset.
3: I'll be happy. (laughs) I do think, if anything, I put Ted Lasso as an upset. But I just really want Dan Levy to win. That would be nice. That would be nice to see. Or Eugene. I'd like to see either of them win because, yeah.
0: Yeah, because the thing is that they each have been winning in their categories, so I mean Emmys, and then Jason Sudeikis with the Golden Globes. So again, I think it's pretty locked to Jason Sudeikis, but as mm-hmm. these people like, it's not without reason. Yet again, I mention it because the track record checks out. So yeah. we'll see, but you know how we feel. Thank
3: you for justifying my <laughs> voting, I appreciate it.
0: I mean, you have the receipts. You have you have like the data for it to support your hypothesis. I see it. I see you and exactly. your research.
3: Exactly. I did the work. I crunched the numbers and the math added up today.
1: <laughs> Shall we move on? Yes. Okay. So the next category we have is outstanding performance by a female actor in a comedy series. The nominees are Christina Applegate for Dead to Me, Linda Cardellini for Dead to Me, Kaylee Cuoco for The Flight Attendant, Annie Murphy for Shits Creek and Catherine O'Hara for Shits Creek. Again, the film posers have an agenda in is in this category, and that is
3: Catherine O'Hara.
2: I mean, I don't see anyone else winning in this category, to be honest.
3: I mean it's a great category, let's yeah, not
2: lie. And-, <laughs> and you could
0: say Annie Murphy, but come on. They're probably gonna give it to a legacy with Catherine O'Hara.
3: Yes. Think of the other babies.
0: all the babies
1: (laughs) yeah I don't think there's much to say in this category we just want Catherine to win
0: yeah good performances all around but I mean come on it's gonna be Catherine
1: next category we have it's outstanding performance by a male actor in a drama series and the nominees are Jason Bateman for Ozark Sterling K Brown for This Is Us Josh O'Connor for the crown, Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul, and Reggae Jean Page for Bridgerton.
0: Otra nota discordante. Adivinen quiénes.
1: <laughs> yes, which poser do you think went against three? There's like a rebel, a film poster that deserted. You have three seconds. To Who pass. went against the majority? If you guessed Juan, you are once again correct.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I can see his point. Juan,
1: who are you predicting in this category that you are going against three of the posers? State your case.
3: First, I would like to open up the notes app for my apology and tell you that I will hold myself fully accountable for my actions.
2: (laughs) This is your Tana moment, come on. This is my Tana
3: apology video. <laughs> um. So here's the thing. I originally put Jason Bateman from Ozark as my prediction. And then I realized later on that I wanted to change it to Josh O'Connor from The Crown. And then I see that Josie's deadline for putting locking the predictions passed. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm fucked, you know? <laughs> so now I, I opened up the notes apology. I wrote down my video. And then I'm leaving Fifth Harmony. No, i so okay i put um, josh o'connor as the upset
2: okay however i i could see why he voted for jason Bateman because he's been sweeping award seasons ever since ozark started
1: not anymore because josh o'connor came to steal his crown yeah come Love on it, it's
0: proud. <laughs> It's probably going to go to Josh O'Connor. Well,
1: we love to yeah. see it. We love
3: to it see, probably will, love to but see it's okay. the crown agenda. I'm going on an apology world tour.
1: You know, me, I am all about the crown agenda. So I want to see Josh win.
3: Okay, but imagine if I end up being right <laughs> by oh accident.
1: That's going to be hilarious.
3: I know, right? It's going to be like, <laughs> I take back my notes apology. <laughs> I do not hold myself accountable. <laughs> okay,
1: moving on. In the next category we have it's outstanding performance by a female actor in a drama series. And the nominees are Gillian Anderson for The Crown, Olivia Coleman for The Crown, Emma Corrin for The Crown, Julia Garner for Ozark, and Laurel Linney for Ozark. We just love the diversity in this category. <laughs> We just love
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> so you probably know where I'm going with this, but pero... nota discordante strikes again.
1: Yes. Which poser is the nota discordante? Who the who deserted the posers? If you guess Juan, you
3: are once again correct. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no, he's offline again. Okay, oh I don't
3: no need notes up. Vamos Juan, a hacer bien claro back? aquí.
2: See? i okay. think emma
3: Corrin has done a great job and she is my upset but the one time i try to give Gabriela rights and put jillian <laughs> anderson as my prediction because she's been sweeping and i met with this the audacity Huang.
2: Okay, so- <laughs> honestly i'm loving how hua is keeping with his brand right now <laughs> I- Juan, <laughs> listen
1: to me you have to listen to me right now the, what I hate about this category is that Gillian Anderson and Emma Corn have been placed in different categories throughout the award season. And this is the one award show where they are placed together. And they both have been sweeping in their respective categories. So I had to make a choice. And I went with so Emma. Did I. And I went with Emma because I feel like she has the most chance of winning due to you know everyone loves princess diana and all of that and she's the newcomer so i don't know but if but my upset is th- my queen gillian anderson
0: yeah my upset is gillian anderson and then emma Corrin for a prediction because i mean princess diana has been a hot topic once again there's been yes. a resurgence not only like it did start a bit with the show because, again, it brought up those conversations and those, um, esos sentimientos encontrado como dicen. Y también, obviamente, like the Meghan Markle interview also brought up um, Princess Diana's past and um, the way her sons feel living with that. So it's just been a very current topic once again.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So also Emma Corrin has been winning. And I think out of the two, if you're going to reward one, it'll probably be princess diana though again i put gillian anderson as a, an upset because as gabriella has mentioned previously on the podcast um margaret thatcher is no more <laughs> they did it all in one season so we'll never so we probably won't see gillian anderson again therefore if you're going to reward her for her role it'll probably be now but again <laughs> i think it's going to go to emma Corrin.
1: yes but i love you gillian like, I'm not, I, I'm not speaking ill of you. I love you, Gillian. You know that.
3: <laughs> Open up your notes up. She's going to want an apology from you. I'll teach you how to write one.
0: <laughs> Anna, would you like to say anything before we move on?
2: I mean, they, I mean, you pretty much said what I was thinking. And also, after the interview, it's been pretty hectic with the conversation of Diana and how apparently there's going to be another season that's going to be concentrated on her. So... Yeah, it's
1: season. Yeah, the next season is going to cover like the last years of her life. Yeah,
0: again, it feels very current, and I did not watch it, but I mean, we've talked about her before. I think for our Golden Globes prediction, she's just she feels like
1: Diana. So, yes, Netflix has yeah. Netflix has so much money, they cloned Diana. Oh my god, <laughs> and now we'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Anchor. The easiest way to make a podcast. And we're back. Thank you for listening to our sponsors. And we are moving on to the next category, which is Outstanding Performance by an Ensemble in a Comedy Series. The nominees are Dead to Me, The Flight Attendant, The Great, Schitt's Creek, and Ted Lasso. Once more, all of us are on the same page. And if you have been listening to us, you know exactly what show we are rooting for, and that is drumroll, please. <laughs> <laughs> <Shit streak>. It's
0: <laughs> I'm not getting an award for best drumroll.
2: And let me—we don't have the budget for special effects. <laughs> <Got it. laughs>
0: Yes, we're all going for Schitt's Creek because I mean, again, it's been sweeping. Are we like, are we going to talk about the Emmys? No, but br- like, reminder, it happened. That happened. They did that. Yes. So, again, prediction okay with that Schitt's Creek. Yeah. And upset. Ted, Ted, Ted Lasso.
3: Left. Oh, I didn't put that. Whoops.
0: Nota discordante
3: strikes again. I <laughs> stand still with my Schitt's Creek supremacy. It's okay. <laughs>
0: Whenever Nota Discordante does something, we should do like a
1: dramatic guitar. <laughs>
3: Italian music stops.
1: <laughs> the next category is Outstanding Performance by an Ensemble in a Drama Series. And the nominees are Better Call Saul, Bridgerton, The Crown, Lovecraft Country, and Ozark. And once more, all of us are on the same page. Drum roll, please. I would like to thank of the posters for following my agenda and for being on my side and for supporting the crown in this category. wee.
3: Okay, That category is locked.
2: Exactly. I mean, the crown is such a pretty like, popular topic in the moment, so... We love the
3: I Isn't can't me? see it not winning. I would be yeah. shocked if it doesn't win.
0: The crown just has been having its time in the sun, so you know it's it's probably gonna win. It's locked.
3: That and yes. I would like to mention a notice a notable snub, Anna. You're with me on this one.
2: How dare they snub Emily, Emily Paris. and Paris? <laughs> oh God, <laughs> in this category,
1: <laughs> I'm- the I'm dramatics. Technically- <laughs> Emily and Paris is comedy. It's not drama.
2: It's it could have
3: taken on the crown. We know it. <laughs> 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 okay, it moving ready. on. <laughs> okay, but honestly, The Mandalorian being snubbed, kind of surprising.
1: And the next category is Outstanding Performance by a Male Actor in a Supporting Role. The nominees are Chadwick Boseman for The Five Bloods, Sasha Baron Cohen for The Trial of the Chicago Seven, Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah, Jared Leto for the little things, and Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami. Okay, can we just appreciate that Jared Leto is finally out of the awards race? Because for a moment there, we actually thought he was going to make it to the Oscars. It was scary. It was it was a terrifying time.
3: (laughs) I mean, why reward him for that? We'll make him reward him for Suicide Squad. Am I right?
2: Okay. But I just want to say que como quiera, colour in this category. Yep. He did. <laughs> yep. And he we did. don't claim him, but okay, it will be not.
1: Yes. So once more, we are all on the same page. And once again, I want to thank the film posters for being on my side and for supporting my agenda and for unifying with me in Daniel Kaluuya's Oscar victory. We
0: are I all... wanna
3: see it i want to see it i want him to we, win we all He's probably it. gonna
0: win that oscar again yeah. i'm saying it we yes. said it at the film yeah. poser awards we've been saying it this entire time if you're doubting the film posers get out of here daniel Kaluya exactly. is gonna win yes mark
1: he, our words yes
0: best supporting
3: is. actor we don't know if he was the lead
1: <laughs> exactly
0: también <laughs> But you get what I
1: mean. He's going to win Best Supporting Role. Yes, because he was amazing and he is amazing and he deserves to win End of Story. The next category is Outstanding Performance by a Female Actor in a Supporting Role. And the nominees are Maria Vakalova for Borat's subsequent movie film, Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy, Olivia Coleman for The Father, Young Yu Young for Minari, and Helena Zengel for News of the World. Now, we have once more La Nota Discordante. Three posers support a certain actress, and only a single poser supports another. You have once more three seconds to guess who La Nota Discordante is. I love it. <laughs> if you once again guess Juan, you are absolutely right. So
3: basically, Wait, three... a defender.
1: <laughs> I know you are, but let state us state your case.
3: Juan... Hi, so... my name is Elle Woods. Oh I'm God. here from Harvard Law, and I would like to state my case.
1: So before you state your case, three out of the four posers predict that Maria Bacalova is going to win. Meanwhile, Juan, state your case.
3: Okay. Now, if you know me, you know I did not like Borat's subsequent movie film, and I will not apologize for it. Now, do I think she's a front runner, Miss Bakalova? Yes. Do I think she was the best part of the film? Yes. However, SAG votes for an actress they really like, and a lot of people really like Glenn Close. Do I feel that's the movie they want to reward her for? No. But, you know... They're like, it's Glenn Close. She should have a chance. So I'm here going, maybe they'll vote for her out of being like, hey, let's give her an award because she deserves it. Bakalova can win another way a year. So I'm there thinking, okay, maybe Glenn Close is gonna win. That's my prediction. Let's be risky. And then I put as an upset Olivia Coleman because, you know, the close Coleman, you know, feud continues. And the father could really pick up some momentum with a SAG win from Olivia. So I put her as the upset. And I wanted to put W for Yu Young Joon from Minari. But um, I forgot. Again, same thing that happened to me with Ozark. And yeah. I will defend myself. I'm sure I might lose this category. And that's okay with me. But also, imagine if she wins
2: but i just want to say that i this is just me but Zhu Zhong should just win this category yes this was the essence of the film she made it and she she was the main character yes <laughs> she is the lead <laughs> exactly she
1: is and as much as i loved young you young i put her as my upset because i do think that maria bakalova has a bigger chance of winning in this category because again I, i watched borat and unlike juan i actually really liked the film and I thought she was, you know, the best part of it. She was absolutely fantastic in this film. And she has been gaining a lot of traction, especially after winning at the Critics' Choice Awards. And I think she has a bigger chance of winning. I could be wrong. And if I'm wrong, I want Yon Young, Yo- Young to win. Like, I want her to win. because Yeah.
0: Yes. So my prediction is Maria Bakalova for Borat, subsequent film, movie film. I'm not going to mm-hmm. say the full name. And then, That's again, the upset for <laughs> Yeonju Jung for yeah. Minari because we want her to win. I really want we her to want win her. Best Supporting Actress at the Oscars, not going to lie. Yeah. Yes.
1: Next category is Outstanding Performance by a Male Actor in a Leading Role. And the nominees are Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins for The Father, Gary Oldman for Mank, and Steven Yeun for Minari. I think this category is pretty locked. And all of us posers are predicting that Chadwick Boseman will win in this category. There is no doubt about this.
2: Yeah. Nope. It's pretty solid.
1: I'd like to
0: officially declare this category locked. Yes. Obviously, we have ups. uh, the, The unanimous upset is Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal.
1: Because we love to see it, and we love Reza Med and we love Sound of Metal. So yes, and as a lot of
0: people have been saying on the interwebs, on the twitters, um, this is a very, this is a very like five course meal kind of a <laughs> best actor run we've had this award season. It's it's been
1: it's been beautiful. So moving on, we have. Outstanding performance by a female actor in a leading role. And the nominees are Amy Adams for Hillbilly Elegy, Viola Davis for Moraney's Black Bottom, Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman, Frances McDormand for Nomadland, and Carey Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. Now this is a very interesting category for the posers. <laughs> notas discordantes, notas discordantes everywhere. Notas dis- Notas discordantes, yes, again, because this is a very unpredictable category. The only category that is locked is lead actor. So to sum it up, there are two pe- two women in this category that the film posers would love to see win. And they are Viola Davis and Carrie Mulligan. Posers, state your case so i'm being reckless with this one and
0: i'm predicting viola davis for ma rainey's black bottom um and carrie mulligan as the upset for promising young woman uh carrie mulligan has had a strong run but again i think if viola davis is going to be rewarded like awarded at some point during this award season it would be now especially among her counterparts and her colleagues and the entire screen actors guild Um, love to see her win at the Oscars but I'm gonna give it to her at this moment okay
1: Anna
2: yeah um, I predicted Violet Davis because people just love a very transformative acting in a way and she embodied that character so I feel that, yeah, she is the one that's going to win this category. However, Carrie Mulligan, as Josie said, was re- pretty strong. But Viola Davis is the one that's just going to snatch <laughs> this category.
1: And finally, Juan and I are somehow on the same page.
3: <laughs> Bienvenida.
1: Tan, tan, tan. We both predicted Carrie Mulligan. To win yeah. and Viola Davis as the upset. So again, I love them both equally. But I do think that, you know, Carrie Mulligan is overdue in terms of being awarded. So I think they might go for her because again, Viola Davis has won a, a SAG award in the past and an Oscar. And Carrie Mulligan has been nominated, but she has never won. So I think that this is the time that they're going to give an award to her I don't know and her her performance has been gaining so much buzz and I just I think that they might go for her. I'm not sure it's just I don't know I feel that that's what's going to happen but again if Viola Davis wins I am going to be so happy because she was incredible in Marini's black bottom and again if I could split it in half and give half and half to each one of them that would be great but sadly we can't do that one
3: yeah totally i would love to see Bi- viola davis win she's such an incredible actress she really deserves all the awards she's incredible she's in a league all her own but i do think carrie mulligan like Aurelia said is overdue for a win she really gave an amazing performance and i would like to see i am predicting carrie mulligan i would like to see her win because that movie is just amazing. And, you know, yeah, I'm on the same boat. If we could split that award or give them both the award, you know, make it a tie. Let's do that. Because they both should win.
0: In terms of additional commentary, I did want to add, none of us, like we already told you, our predictions and our upsets. So I do want to mention something that wasn't stated in the Film Poser spreadsheet, but just came to mind. If there were to be an underdog apart from these two i think it would be vanessa kirby but yeah. i don't think she's gonna win i'm not saying that but i do think like looking at the list again the only other person i think that could sneak their way in is vanessa kirby um not predicting anything with her but again i do think she's the runner up for the upset i would say francis mcdormand but even though her performance is really good in nomadland i don't think it's enough to pull an upset But just stating that, throwing that in there. None of us predicted Vanessa Kirby. uh, So I don't think she's going to win. But again, runner up for the upset.
1: I had her as my upset at the Golden Globes.
2: Yeah, I do think
0: like like, Viola Davis and Kerry Mulligan are stronger than Vanessa Kirby. But she's there. It could happen. Yeah, But it won't.
2: (laughs) I feel that Pieces of a Woman hasn't been getting enough buzz, especially after the allegations
0: yeah the only mm-hmm. thing that's been getting buzz out of that film is her and as because we've discussed this before on the podcast like Gabriela said um, they're pushing for her and they've disregarded Shia LaBeouf completely
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they they're not even pushing the film itself it's just her
1: yeah, it's just that after watching that film, it's very underwhelming, honestly. Like the first thirty minutes are great and it's mostly due to the technical to a technical standpoint in terms of that it's a long take that last lasted 30 minutes with a handheld camera. So it most yeah. Like the first thirty minutes of that film were incredible, but after that it just goes goes downhill. For me, personally.
2: I?
0: There are people so, that <laughs> so, in summary, we're pretty divided. Viola Davis yeah. and Carrie Mulligan.
1: It could be but either I, of them. Yeah, but I feel like any one of them who wins all of us posters are going to be very happy because we love them both.
0: Oh, yeah, there were good roles. My yeah. only thing is that with Viola Davis, I don't think her role was the strongest in that film because even though she was the lead actress and the titular role, as it said, like to quote Lady Bird, um... <laughs> For me, I I keep saying it. For me, the protagonist was Chadwick Boseman. And that's why I think he's so locked in his category because he gave a time-stopping performance. Okay.
1: Finally, we have reached the final award. The final category. The one that will probably help predict the Oscars. Or not. We don't know what's going to happen this award season. And that category is outstanding performance by a cast in a motion picture and the nominees are the five bloods moraini's black bottom minari one night in miami and the trial of the chicago seven see i don't think this category is going
0: to take us anywhere because last time it was parasite that won and then it won best picture but here like for example the five bloods and one night in Miami were nominated for Best Picture. So it's like this category is giving me anxiety.
1: <laughs> this category makes me sad because if One Night in Miami wins, I am going to lose my mind and be so angry that it was not for Best Picture.
0: <laughs> this category is giving me heart palpitations. This is so chaotic. Okay, I'm just gonna throw and myself it, under <laughs> I'm throwing myself under the bus. Um well, I- I'm throwing all of us under the bus. We all predicted the Trial of the <laughs> Chicago 7 because, uh, well, yeah. we think the SAG Awards are going to be basic. Um, my upset is the Five Bloods. Come on, if you're going to give it something, give it this. Give it this. Yeah. Don't uh, d- don't be a coward. Don't be a coward. SAG, give them the award. Like, you probably already have your winner. Change it if it's Please. not the case.
2: <laughs> <laughs> because. A war season has already snubbed Delroy Lindo, okay? Could you at least <laughs> give something <laughs> to the five bloods? That's what I want. Yeah. Yes. I, so, I
0: none of us said Minari, but I just wanted to throw this out there, that if Minari wins this, I think it could win Best Picture.
1: Honestly, I don't think Minari is going to win Best Picture. No, I, think I don't the think it's, it's a
0: strong, it's not the strongest film this year. And no. please, nobody come for me, but it's not the strongest film this year um i'm just gonna finish so prediction the trial of the chicago seven uh i would like to see one night in miami win and then again my upset the five bloods i wanted to be reckless and say ma rainey's black bottom but i don't think they're gonna award ma rainey's black bottom and please let me be wrong
1: yeah i'm on the same page as josie i predict chicago seven And my upset is the five bloods and I would love to be proven wrong and have them award one that in Miami so that we can have justice for the horrible snub that was not nominated for best picture and snubbing Regina King. Like this would be the the greatest revenge story ever told. But again, I would love to see Moraine or Minari win as well because they were they were such great cast and great films and yes. I would just love to see anything that isn't Chicago 7 win. Honestly. But you know, I think it's I think it's kind of like the most obvious choice and what they will I mean, go yeah. for.
2: Everybody loves Sorkin man in the industry. God
1: damn it. <laughs> and you can't deny
2: it. However, I wouldn't be surprised by this category. Please, something else mm-hmm. that it's not trials of the Chicago Seven. Please.
1: I just think it's funny how this is the closest that Netflix has Netflix has come in terms of finally having a Best Picture Oscar. Like, this has been the film that has been the closest to winning. So, maybe. Who knows?
3: So, I also think the SAG is going to not give Sabor to this and pick Trial of the Chicago 7. I know it's liked by a lot of people, but... I just see this winning, so I put it as a prediction. I'm with Gabriela in the sense that I would too like to see One Night in Miami take this as a surprise and as revenge for Regina King and that god-awful snub that they gave her. That was undeserving queen, and I'm so sorry they did you dirty like that. We will be protesting this because you deserve to be there.
1: Yes, I can't believe they didn't listen to my campaign.
3: (laughs) It's okay. We're going to therapy next week. It's fine. Um, I would also like to see this go to Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, but I'm not sure it will. And I like to see the Five Bloods nominated, and all which was also snubbed at the Oscars, which that's also very unfortunate. And, A choice, yeah. Choices were made. Choices, choices were made. Let's quote Tatiana. Choices. <laughs> um. If the Five Bloods wins here, that would be pretty effing great, not gonna lie.
2: Yes. Yes, please. it will
3: be. <laughs> because that would be the biggest F you to the Academy too, saying you forgot the taste. And that's great to see. I like to see those kind of moments. And, like, Anna's agenda has been snubbed for Delroy Lindo, so you need to do right by, by our girl Anna. Exactly. And Minari, I still haven't seen her. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I haven't been able to. But um, yeah, I feel like I'm I'm on Josie's wavelength in the sense of I haven't seen it gain that much traction as I have the other films. So I don't know if maybe they'll vote in that direction. Who's to say? you know, like Aurelia said this could predict the best picture or it could throw every a wrench into everyone's plans and predictions.
1: Yeah, I mean, last year I said, Oh, uh, like no, doesn't matter who wins in this category. It doesn't normally predict best picture, and then Parasite won and won best picture.
2: So again, it's which
3: we predicted. The hive mind so we, predicted. We love this.
2: that for our brand, honestly.
3: We do. Right. again, I'm not going
1: we I don't rely on the SAG awards 100 percent for best picture, but it could give you an idea in terms of the who the front runners
3: could be. Yeah, it could also take the front runners from. 50 50 chance to a 33 33 33 like it all depends because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. with our look, they nominate yeah. they give it to the five bloods, which again would be great but then that's not in best picture and
2: exactly. then we're like
3: wait so where does the oscars go from here but does yeah, that Judas also and take- black messiah that one i'm surprised uh, didn't make it <laughs> i'm surprised <laughs> that didn't make it yes but it Um, made it into the oscars so that's why i'm saying it probably taken out trial of chicago 7 for judas and the black messiah that would have (laughs) been i feel like if that would have been the case i would have probably voted judas
1: yes thank you for supporting my
3: agenda
1: i mean it would
0: like hands down It probably would have won best ensemble which is why it's not here i see what they're doing
3: they're scared we see them hiding we see them running (laughs) But we also are like, do you also not know who was the lead actor of Judas and the Black Messiah? Because we could help you. We could help you decide. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. I I unfortunately think not that Sarkin did a bad job. I think he's a great writer. I stand by it. He's a great writer. But he did a pedestrian job directing this. He just told everyone say my pretty lines. And
1: Yeah, again, we're not saying that Chicago 7 is a bad film no, no. because, again, it was on our top list of 2020.
0: Well, it's just we not. A review. Yeah, it's just not the film we want to see win.
1: Exactly. It's not the strongest film c- comparing it to, you know, One Night in Miami, Minari, Moraney's Black Bottom, The Five Bloods. Like, in this category, it's not the strongest film.
3: No. And the only bright side I see with Trials winning is. That I get to see Yaya Abdul-Mateen, the second happy, and Sasha Baron Cohen, in a way.
1: Hi, Yaya, if you're listening to this, hi. Every single time.
3: Call her, text her, DM her. She is available Thursday nights. If you are available on Thursday nights to take out Gabriela, reach out to her. Because she is available on Thursday nights.
0: <laughs> Two for one drinks at the Applebee's. The yes. dollar
3: are coming back soon.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, just take me out for a dollar Rita. I love it.
2: <laughs> I need to stop. No.
3: Yeah, you know what? No, you don't. Because you know what? Manifest it. If you see it, if you speak it, it will happen.
1: Those are our predictions for the 2021 Screen Actor Guilds Awards. We'll, are we going to be right? Are we going to be wrong? Well, we are going to find out on April 4th, 2021 at 9 p.m., 8 central. So, posers, we are on the home stretch of award season. How are we feeling? Sweaty, nervous, shaking, stirred.
3: The notes app is the most yes. popular item on my phone right now.
2: <laughs> Honestly, I just want to be surprised this season. <laughs>
3: but in a good way yeah exactly Exactly. we want to be surprised in a Uh, good way
0: i mean i want surprises but i also want to win yes
1: because we are very competitive
0: that's all for today's episode we'd like to thank you for listening and to give a shout out to all the kind people sending love our way if you'd like to keep up with us make sure to follow us at filmposers on twitter instagram youtube
1: and tiktok where can they find you posers so you can find me on Twitter at Gabby underscore Burgos 27 and on Letterboxd at Gabby Christina.
2: You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter as Anna underscore Sophia 53 and Letterboxd as Anna underscore Sophia.
3: You can find me constantly bringing up the Rihanna agenda on Twitter at leading Mohicans, and you can find me at Letterboxd at leading Mohicans as well.
0: And you can find me as at the Josie Marie on Twitter and Letterbox currently asking A24 to take pity on me and give me a job. <laughs> hire her.
3: I A24, hire I her. Yesterday.
2: What are you waiting for? Yes.
3: Cowards. Again.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening. I remember we're all film posers.
1: Bye. 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 Bye.